Good morning everybody and welcome to this Friday, the second day in February of 2024. I'm your host Michael Kimmett bringing you four of the most crucial current events in cyber and technology that you need to make it through hopefully the last day of your work week. We're going to start with an update. We have talked on this podcast about the product Ivanti that makes security products like VPN and others and how they had two flaws, one of which security firm Mandiant found to be exploiting one of these flaws was a suspected Chinese-based threat actor. Well, out of an abundance of caution, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, known as CISA in the United States, gave a very short deadline to 15 different federal agencies that they must remove these Avanti tools from their networks by Friday, and that they will have until March 1st to provide an assessment of activity related to those tools. There seems to be some very large fear that a Chinese-based threat actor, possibly directed by Beijing, could be exploiting these flaws specifically to target government resources. What you need to know is that Researchers found criminals abusing a flaw for a product the government uses, and in the United States, that government is taking it very seriously. Something else to take seriously is when your service provider has an issue that potentially exposes you to malware. And that appears to be, based on multiple reports, what has happened in Spain. Orange España, the second largest mobile operator in Spain, had recently what is known as a BGP or border gate protocol attack. Essentially, by manipulating routers, the attackers could force many, 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 many phones to reroute over infrastructure they control. Now, once these phones and mobile devices go to or navigate to traffic on networks that the attackers control or have prepared or poisoned, those phones would download malware. Now, this malware, known as Steeler Malware, includes names like Redline, Vidar, Luma, Azurolt, and others. Now, this matters because, at the time, this was touted simply as an outage or a misroute where your service was still operational, but we don't know exactly where you went because you weren't on our network. Many people didn't take it seriously because their phone still worked or they started working again after a few hours or days. The problem is that during that time period, credentials, because users unintentionally or unwittingly downloaded malware, exposed their passwords. The malware is designed to steal passwords, and it's assessed that over a thousand different networks for IT firms around the world, including in places like Kenya, and Azerbaijan were exposed. And while we can't link this BGP attack directly to any known instances of ransomware, many researchers are saying that this has caused an uptick in ransomware. So again, attackers attack, say, a mobile phone provider, direct users to websites that they've poisoned or control with malware. The users don't realize they're downloading the malware, their passwords get stolen, And then those passwords, which belong to networks that those individuals work for, are abused by the criminals to deploy other attacks, including ransomware. So even sometimes seemingly innocuous redirects or outages 
are designed so that the attackers can abuse organizations that might be unrelated to the organization with the flaw, in this case, Orange Espana, and this can lead to larger attacks. Speaking of large attacks, we're going to talk about a technology called Docker. Docker is a um, technology known as containerization that is critical for helping developers quickly, efficiently, and in most cases safely deploy assets, conduct development, and essentially create so that the average user can have fantastic online experiences. The problem is that there is a known issue where Docker is abused by criminals. And in the latest campaign, which researchers are calling Commando Cat, Docker is the initial access vector by which the actors deliver a huge swath of payloads. So essentially what's happening is that exposed Docker API endpoints are being targeted by actors in this particular campaign. And the end result is that there is a crypto jacking campaign that does two things. Number one, deploys a malware that looks for crypto assets on an environment, it tries to steal them, replace your wallet with theirs, so that if you're mining, you're now mining for someone else, you just don't realize it. Two, access to a wallet so that funds can be stolen. There's also notable instances of XMR, uh, which is the shorthand for the cryptocurrency Monero, that um, these miners will mine Monero on behalf of the criminals. So you're ending up with a three-prong attack. Number one, your existing crypto wallets could be stolen, your existing mining operations could be hijacked, and or a miner could be installed that you may not know about, which would use a huge amount of your computing and energy resources. Bottom line, if you have an exposed Docker API endpoint, you need to review it. You need to look for crypto mining activity that you're unaware of so that you can ensure that you are Dockering safely. And we're going to end today with a situation that was very unsafe. It's This happened in November, but we finally have details about a series of attacks that occurred in the middle to end of 2023. There were uh, actors who targeted a company called Okta. Okta provides authentication services for thousands of companies. And in October of 2023, they had a breach. During that breach, we now know that credentials were stolen at least for one firm. That firm is internet provider. Uh, well, they do a lot of different hosting capabilities on the internet. Cloudflare. Cloudflare provides websites and connectivity services and a host of other great features for people who want to put things on the internet. And they generally facilitate internet traffic. And so it was alarming in November when they came under attack from a suspected nation-state criminal. The timeline of events looks like this. In 14 to 17 October, Okta was breached. Allegedly, some sort of data, whether that's a token or a password or a key, were stolen that related to Cloudflare. And on 20 to 21 November the actors were able to gain access to Cloudflare's uh, source code repository. This was just one week 
because from the 14th to the 17th of that same month in November, the actors began doing reconnaissance for Cloudflare. So we often see criminals. Um, there's a variety of different types of cybercrime that criminals conduct. Many nation states will deploy initial access tools and stay on networks for a very long time. Some criminals will, uh, within minutes, conduct their activities. And in this case, seven days was all it took for criminals to move from things like a wiki page on Cloudflare to their actual source code. Now, Cloudflare did, within 10 days of the actual initial activity, remediate kicking off these suspected nation-state actors from their network. So 10 days is a good amount of time. They conducted a thorough investigation with the help of third parties. But what you need to know is that there are some very critical points. Most organizations use a third party for their authentication, and one of those biggest providers is Okta. And so it's unlikely that Cloudflare is the only organization whose data was stolen in that October Okta breach. And what's interesting here is that the attackers, again, appear to be nation-state. So they didn't attack Cloudflare initially. They gained access to data related to that target from Okta. And so we see these advanced nation states harvesting data in one attack and thoughtfully planning the next. And so you need to really consider what your exposure is as far as third-party providers. Make sure you have a good relationship with those providers. In this case, Cloudflare surely wanted to have reached out to immediately communicate with and get details from Okta. And pre-existing relationships can greatly help facilitate that instead of a cold call or a demand a collaborative effort can greatly help increase the speed by which you can remediate if you like Cloudflare, had a significant issue especially if you think it's a nation state whose advanced tactics and techniques can be very difficult to detect that'll do it for me today thank you all so very much have a fantastic and outstanding day going to be a great one. Have a safe and fantastic weekend. Until then, stay strong, stay healthy. Michael Kimmett signing off. Ciao. Welcome back, listeners. Today's Tip of the Cap goes to the rosters for the newly created Professional Women's Hockey League, or the PWL. The PWL is a fantastic initiative that puts women on the same stage as men with their inaugural contribution to the overall Hockey All-Star Week, culminating in a three-on-three exhibition last night on Thursday. So to you, Women of the PWL, a sincere tip of the cap for progressing women in the sport of hockey, and please keep on hockeying.